Hello, this is, I'm Denise Ferguson and this is I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol and today we are on episode 31 and we're with Katie from Tommy and Lottie. How are you Katie? I'm very well thanks, how are oh, you? Thank, I'm good, I'm good, thank you so much for joining us and we also have a sponsor, yay! Ooh. So, <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit from our sponsors. Our sponsors are Unique Health and Safety Consultancy and they were set up in August 2019 by Dawn Hemmings, who we've had on the podcast. She was amazing. So she has 22 years of experience in health and safety and has worked with some big organizations in the past. She specialized in conducting gap analysis to determine if your company is legally compliant to health and safety and because it, it can be a mindful field and difficult to know if you're compliant or not. In addition, Dawn offers a series of services, independent instant investigation, health and safety problem solving, health and safety projects, and she's compliant with all the IOS. She also provides development and health and safety management systems, bespoke health and safety handbooks, health and safety training, health and safety career coaching. Basically, she's everything you need in health and safety. So if you want to get in touch with her, you can find her through my network. Just have a look on our Find Surveyors Facebook page. So back to you, Katie. Yeah. Tell us what is your business called and what do you do? My business is called Tommy and Lottie. Um, it's named after my two children. And um, I produce unisex, ethical and sustainable capsule, baby, children and adult clothing um, range and wall prints. That's amazing. So what got you into this? Um, I wanted something to work around my life as a busy mum. And so I started the business in 2014. I waited until Lottie was um, at school and then I started the business and I wanted something um, that was um, ethical and sustainable and that gave back to the environment. And that's when I started the business. Oh, that's cool. So what did you do before Tommy and Lottie then? So I worked for um, big companies in retail marketing. I worked for um, T-Mobile, which is now EE. And before that, I worked for Woolworths head office as a buyer. And then previous to that, I worked for Harrods. I trained at Harrods um, from leaving school and I worked all over the store. So I had a lot of training in sort of the high end um, department of Harrods that really helped what I'm doing today. That must have been amazing. You must have seen and heard some of the craziest things in the world. Yes, I've, so, seen, I've, I've served a lot of famous people. Um, some are quite rude, to be honest. Um, and yes, I've seen a lot. <laughs> that must be insane when somebody comes in and they're just incredibly rude to you and you see them on TV then like the week after and they're just all sweetness and light. I think exactly. that would drive me insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a great experience, so yeah yeah it must have been so you decided to do this when Lottie was five did you say or were no, you working older I think yeah she was a little bit older but I started I had I researched the company for quite a long time before I started it because I think it's really really important to research and really understand who your customer is um, and then really understand what market you're going after and I, because of my background, I was very passionate about quality, um, more the higher end or mid to high end market. And that's where I saw a bit of a gap. And I have always been passionate about the ethics and the sustainability side of businesses. And that's why it's really important to me to how it's made, who makes it, where it comes from, what it's made from, what impacts that's having on the environment. Um, and now sustainability is is, is being spoken about absolutely everywhere but I was been I've been looking at that years and years and years ago 
yeah it's so important now I you know me and the kids we're we, we try to be really big on it, you know, have the water bottles with us all the time, make yeah. sure that we don't, I mean, we travel quite a lot. So I, I'm always combating that with other things because I'm not going to give up my holidays, but I will, you know, even if it's not using the tumble dryer or making yeah. sure we walk everywhere and things like that, it's, it's very important to show our children that, you know, we're, we're trying to um, help the environment and trying to stave off the, the damage that we've done. Definitely. So, Definitely. Yeah. I, think, I think there's a lot, um, you know, I don't think, I think it can be um, overwhelming the amount of things that we, we feel that we need to change. But I think if we, if we um, just start with one thing and build from there, and also we need to look at our behavior as a consumer and how we're purchasing and what we're purchasing from and not sort of go around blaming companies, but actually we take on responsibility as consumers and look at, companies which are offering ethical products or more sustainable products it's up to us and our responsibility to sort of you know make these changes but slowly i think not necessarily doing them all at once because it's really hard yeah no i completely agree i mean you you need to you need to walk the talk really and yeah yeah, and and make the decision to if you're going to shop ethically and, 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 you know, I, I completely agree, you know, if you want to go down the route of, you know, veganism, then you might also, you know, eventually want to go down the route of, you know, ethical clothing and things like that too. But it, it, yeah. it's probably, probably very difficult to try and do all of those things all at Definitely. once. So Definitely. You know, pick, pick your theme and then build on it would also yeah. be my, yeah, I think so. And that's what so, we're offering. That's what I'm offering as a business is I'm offering as a brand. And that's what, where my values really lie is, you know, the offering people that choice because I know where it's come from. I know who's made it. I know somebody that's been paid fairly to make that T-shirt compared to, you know, other people that might not even know where it's come from. I know where the cotton's grown right from crop to customer. I know where that product, that journey's been on. And also what the carbon footprint that has that of impact has been. So I think it's really important to my 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 business. Um, no, I, I love that. Journey. It's really it's great that you know the whole story of all of your clothing. We, you know, I, you also said as well that it's unisex clothing, which is very important to me. I have two daughters. One, yeah, yeah one who um, will wear a dress that is very into unisex um, clothing. Another one that will never wear a dress but is very into feminine clothing. So for me, having uh, 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 clothes are very unisex and it isn't male or female it drives me insane when I go into shops and it's boys department girls department like yeah. we have totally different bodies or something so yeah. what made you go down that that um, unisex route it's all about the hand down it's all about the reuse recycle and I think um, I'm just offering I'm not saying that I'm never you know I'm never ever going to do pink because I do actually do pink but I don't but market it. Girls and boys can wear pink. I mean, exactly. traditionally, pink and is actually supposed to be a boy's colour. Yeah, I don't necessarily market it just that I just say it's unisex. So you can put it in, you know, your son or your daughter. But I, the reason why I did unisex is so it could be handed down to the next sibling and reused. And because I don't use, um, I could use good quality printing processes such as screen print and embroidery that lasts longer. So it doesn't wash off. It doesn't crack. It doesn't fade. And um, it just lasts longer so they can reuse it. Yeah. I love that. I hadn't even considered the, 
the hand-me-down because obviously yeah. we we come from a generation where it was completely normal to hand down clothes and that seems yeah. to have been lost somewhere I don't really know where yeah I think it's coming back though Good. I mean the whole you know people shopping vintage people reusing their clothing swapping I mean I'll go on to maybe a bit later of what the things I'm doing um this year but I'm actually doing an event at the end of February in St Albans which is all about swapping clothing ah tell me all about it this isn't with the lovely Karen is it really exciting actually I've only just been um just signed up to do it and I was invited to do it um it's been put together by Karen Snook and I'll, um, I'll be there and Lisa Wisdom, yeah. and who's um, a stylist, and she's got a company called Style with Wisdom. And they're doing the event at Torrington Hall on the 27th of February. Yeah. And you can buy tickets, and you, you bring, I think you bring along 10 pieces of clothing from your wardrobe that can be accessories or boots or whatever, dresses, jeans, and bring them along. And then I think you swap them around. I'm not quite sure exactly the whole way it works, because I'm going to have a stall there. Um, but it sounds really, really good, and I think it's it's a uh, it's the way to go, really. Um, yeah. So myself will be there. The refill pantry, phase out plastic, and twenty outfits. We'll all have a, a pop up at that as well. So that's going to be really exciting. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, I'll I'll be there. Um, I interviewed Karen recently, so I'm hoping yes, to. That's right. Yeah, I'm hoping that's to right. do some interviews with people while I am there. So I will be there popping around and seeing everybody that's amazing so what do you think you're going to bring to it you're going to bring a collection of your uh your clothing and accessories i'll bring bring my clothing i mean i've got my sweatshirts i'll just hold up one here so this is the panda oh i like that i i do animal designs mainly um because i'm very passionate about wildlife and nature and um, I do link up with quite a few charities. So I've done work with the British Hedgehog Preservation Society. I'm also linked to uh, the Sumatran Orangutan Society, where I donate money from the orangutan design that I do to the charity. I've been there. towards palm oil, the deforestation, and to help um, orangutans. In yeah, I've been, I've been over to Sumatra to see the orangutans. Have you? Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Actually, yeah. You need to. It was one of my favorite favorite countries I've ever been to. Mm. I don't think I spoke to another English person the whole time I was there. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah. So it's really um, so a lot of my clothing. There's a story behind why I've done that animal, or there's a you know there's a there's a reason behind it. So yeah. So the sweatshirts I'll be selling, which are age three up to adult. They are um, PETA certified, which is there's no animal cruelty. Um, involved in any of the products which because a lot of clothing the dyes are tested on animals yeah true cosmetics and those types of things are um, where all the cruelty is but actually clothing's massive in the cruelty to animals so these are actually vegan certified as well um so they're an organic cotton um they're really good quality they're unisex so um, how i work is i I have some there and then you, you can choose the right design and then I can get them made and sent to you. That way it's more sustainable because otherwise I'm holding loads of stock and it becomes, again, it's very wasteful. So I tend to I streamline my business a bit more to be much more sustainable the way I operate. So I'll be doing that and I'll have a, for my baby clothing range and I'll also be doing my wall prints as well. Ah, oh, that sounds cool. So what else do you have planned for the business? So I'm, I'm actually working on some new designs at the moment. 
I'm also going to be collaborating with some other local businesses. I can't say who they are yet, but I'm very keen about collaborating with other people, which where I can see a real crossover where we can work together. Um, I'm also doing a few events. I've signed up to the Sustainable St Albans Festival Market Takeover on the 24th of May. I did that last year. It's when they take over the whole of the city centre and do a, a market of all sustainable businesses and they have food and music and drink and it's really good. So that's on the 24th yeah. of May. Well, while we're on that subject, yeah. just to let everyone know, you know who, does, who, who doesn't live in St Albans, because me and Katie both live in St Albans, but when we have these events, isn't it the best day ever? My children live for when St Albans like closes everything down and we just have a market day because it's just incredible. So anyone who isn't from St Albans, please do come to these events because they are amazing. There's food and there's drink and they close the streets and there's just, you know, things that you can buy anywhere. So it's just an, such a good day out and the kids love it yeah i agree i mean i i happened to do the light switch on this year and it was the st albans light switch on and it was really really good yeah thousands incredible thousands of people <laughs> so that well, was a really good event last that the, sorry yeah what? that was the first one we'd missed we always always go and we were really gutted i was away my husband was away the kids mm. were away all doing separate things weirdly yeah but, yeah we were really upset to miss that because they just we, you know st albans does an event very well yeah, definitely. There's some really good people behind these, because um, um, you know these organisations and the St Albans bid that puts stuff on, and also um, sustainable St Albans um, pe group of people are all volunteers, and I know that they're always needing other people to get involved. So that's another good thing to get involved if you want to help the environment. Yeah. Afterwards, send me some information. And I'll make sure I put it all over my um, my social media. I will do. Yeah, definitely. And the other thing I'm doing is in not till July is with the Wildlife Trust. So I'm doing a, a, an event with them, which is over two days at Panzanger Park, which is oh, sort, where's that? Sort of on the, on the sort of over the way towards Hartford. Oh, over Hatfield House, sort of over that way. Oh, I love Hatfield House. Another place yeah. that people should should visit as well. Yeah, really nice. So that's that's the things I'm doing. So a few collaborations, new products and uh, new designs, I expect. Ah, sounds amazing. So if people aren't able to go to, go to these events, where mm. else can they buy your, your goods? Well, they can get it from my website, tommyalotti.com. And I also sell on Not on the High Street as well. Um, I'm one of their partners. They've got 5,000 partners and I'm one of those, which is really good. And then also on another, a couple of other websites, Nurture Collective, and um, Meta Life, the other two that I'm on. So oh, that's so. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. So, any plans to kind of expand on that? You know, are you going to open up your own chain of retail shops or are you going to expand onto other websites? Yeah, I'd like to do that. I think um, there's other um, independent, there's a new independent that's just opened actually in St Albans, which is really lovely. It's called Gather and Give. And yeah. it's on Hatfield Road. So yeah. I might be doing something with, with Kat. I, know, I, I do know Kat anyway. So I might be doing something with her. I need to get her on the, on the podcast, don't I? To, to, new, to new avenues and new, new things. But it has to sit right with what I want for the brand as well. And also what's right for me and, and, the, and the values that I have in the, in the business. 
yeah I couldn't agree more it's so important to to have every one and everything that you work with to align with your business and to exactly. to feel right for you I'm yeah. exactly the same I, 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 I won't work with anyone who doesn't feel like it's right for me yeah exactly and I've also got to manage that biz that myself it's not that I have a big team of people working for me so I have to no. manage all of this myself I have to do all my social media and so um yeah yeah social media takes over my life so I'm feeling it if you but if you get to the stage where you want someone to take over Emma Ellis I interviewed her recently from Amber Mountain Marketing she's got such a great scheme yes with um apprentice um an apprenticeship scheme so choose your girl to speak to if you want your social media to be taken over yeah definitely a great idea yeah um so more about you as a person then you've got two kids what else do we need to know about you i've got two kids i've got a dog or a puppy now and um so i i walk a lot in nature i do a lot of things um i like to go outside a lot with nature i don't think you need big things to um to keep you sane i think it's all about the small the sm- some of the small things i do like to travel we do go away every year um on a summer holiday um so yeah that's i really really enjoy doing that so yeah i just spend my time on the business supporting the kids in the home and uh, that keeps me busy enough <laughs> oh god yeah. yeah i've got two kids husband ex-husband three businesses house renovation yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly there's always yeah. stuff to be done on the house you know that's an ongoing thing you know okay. you, you, you do it and then it needs redoing again doesn't it so it's uh, ongoing well, we we moved into a doer upper and we were supposed to start works after six weeks and that was 18 months ago we've had the builders out twice and both times we've found an issue and haven't been able to start so apparently oh. we're starting in Good april job. <laughs> but yeah as you can see my beautiful pink wallpaper it will be gone right. soon. <laughs> pink's in this season isn't it not this pink That's it isn't well, mm. <laughs> so we can find you on your website we can find you on not on the high street you're going to be popping up at all these other events yeah. so what there'll be some more as well i think but, yeah good because yeah. I, you know, I, I love these events it keeps it fresh and it's you're you're collaborating with other brands and and you know I, th- I think collaboration is just so key to business I love working. these interviews are just amazing because I get to learn so much more about everyone else's business that I would never get to do any other times yeah so, exactly. I think it's a great idea you've started this so. yay and you i'm just gutted that you're doing it in january because usually we have a lovely drink and i'm doing dry january so that's a bit rubbish yeah. but i'll have to have you back on and we can have a, a nice glass of red <laughs> together yeah. all right yeah. i'm the same i'm not i don't drink in the week anyway no i i, I was never a, a midweek drinker really um i'd have a drink on the thursday night for the podcast um but i i wouldn't really drink during the week but when it got to so it didn't really affect me the first couple of days and then it got to friday and i thought like, oh god what am i gonna do tonight yeah. and you know and then saturday afternoon i was just you know what am i gonna do tonight <laughs> and then yeah. sunday having my roast i was like oh no glass of red wine and then monday i'm like oh fine and then it gets like yeah, friday exactly. again i'm like oh <laughs> but i've done three weeks and i'm nearly there and on saturday i've got plans so i'm gonna Brilliant. have a nice drink on saturday yeah. <laughs> So do you do any challenges like that? Are you, do you, are you a dry January-er? Or? No, I'm a, I'm a little bit 
I go against what's trending. Me too. I never do things like this. I don't uh, know. It's a bit like look at the sustainability. I mean, I've been doing this for years and everyone has been talking about it. I remember when I first started doing sustainable fashion, obviously with my business and now every, you know, the hashtags were sort of like a hundred people on sustainable fashion and now it's like millions. So it's a bit like, no, I, I like to do things my way and when I want to do it. So no, I haven't done dry January, but as a rule, I don't tend to drink in the week. I tend to exercise, get out of the dog and yeah. um, keep my head down really. I'm, I'm an exercise, I'm uh, yeah, go for it. I need a water stuff. Um, I'm an exercise junkie as well, and I've um, I've always been a runner, and I'm back out uh, running after a couple of months off, and it's just just so beautiful. What sort of exercise do you do? Walking every day. Yeah. And I also do classes as well. Yeah. It's sort of like you know more hit hit type of classes. I do. Oh. Yeah. Do you love a hit class? Yeah. I did a grit class once. All right was uh, hit <laughs> weights as well and oh. I and I you know I'm quite fit I've run a lot I, you know I'm, I'm constantly training and yeah. I, I could walk for five days really? oh god I hate that <laughs> <laughs> it was it was <laughs> just yeah it was incredible it was it was very funny trying to walk back down the stairs of the gym and I was just like mm. oh and yeah. all, all the other people had obviously done it a hundred times so they were like yeah Gosh. walking out not me not, not me at all no. no 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 i think it's really important to be to look after yourself though isn't it yeah. and, and to keep fit oh uh, yeah well because without that then you know there's no point running a business if you're unhealthy so well i think it's really good for your mental health as well because yeah, running a both. business yeah running a business is more for me it's more mental than it is physical i mean yes i you know, I work a lot of hours and I don't sleep as much as I probably would like to. Mm. And I definitely, you know, work too many hours. But if I didn't do the exercise, I don't think I would have the mental clarity. And when I have mm. funk days, as I call them, when I have a funk day, I still make myself do the exercise. The other things, like I might need to rest more than work and stuff like that, but the exercise yeah. is, is non-negotiable because it gets me back out of it you know it gives me mental clarity that I need and I you know I'm kind of as I've got older I've been kinder to myself and I'll have days where I I call them down days where I just do nothing unless I want to do it yeah um but I think as a business owner it's so important to allow yourself that that kindness to your body you know force yourself to do the things that are good for you like eat well drink lots Mm. of water and have exercise but if that if the other thing that's good for you is you know sit and do absolutely nothing do that but just don't stay there for long yeah exactly Uh, and and also I do think you know for me I have to yeah it's great to be healthy but then you know on a Friday or Saturday I also want to drink have a few wines and I think that you know you have to put things into perspective it's just about moderation and balance I think everything's about quality and balance anyway even the yeah. biz, how I run my business is about that it's not about you know necessarily working 24 hours on it unless it's around Christmas time where it's absolutely manic which is great but yeah it's um it's about quality of life for me. yeah well I regularly say to people the best thing about running your own business is picking which 16 hours a day you're going to work because yeah. that's that is the reality of it you know yeah. we're very we're very lucky it's very flexible we have you know a great life if you, you know you make a success of it but you yeah. bloody work for it 
it's yeah. not oh, well, easy like others think no I think in a way I think it, I found it easier when I worked for other companies to be honest I think I think having your own business is the, is the hardest thing I've ever done that and probably having kids well yeah um, gotcha <laughs> or being a parent you know so you always think are you doing things right and all those types of things I think we all do that and it, but having your own business when you're doing it you know alone is is sometimes quite really it's hard I yeah I definitely find the business harder than I do the kids because with the kids the answer is very simple am I doing everything right no yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. the answer is no because yeah. parenting there's no manual and you're not doing it right because nobody's doing it right so we're all just muddling along together exactly. but I suppose that's the same with the business you know if you're going to start a business whatever it is you're going to make mistakes and and that's that because otherwise you're just going to you're never going to do it if you if well you, yeah, and that's it. You know, the majority, exactly. The majority of my clients are people that have, you know, already signed up to leases. They've already made mistakes. They've found themselves in a sticky situation and then they come to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, technically, you know, it's too late in some ways, but in other ways, it's never too late to get advice. So, no. you know, we all make mistakes. I, you know, I've been running businesses since, well, running businesses of a fashion since I was about mm. six years old. You know, I've, you know, yeah. I've run, you know, property businesses for the past don't know 13 15 years something like that yeah so you know I bloody can't do it you know on the last podcast that I recorded I was saying you know it might all look like we've got everything together and we can run a business and everything like that but there's there's a tv in the corner of this room I haven't got a bloody clue how to even turn on let alone (laughs) you know do anything with it yeah all of us need some help somewhere so you know it's it's great that you're out there sourcing these amazing designs and everything for people because yeah. When it comes to sustainable fashion, there must be so many people like me that are about, yeah, we can search for it on Google and stuff like that. But to have a company that's so focused mm. on bringing, you know, sustainability and, you know, um, fashions that are unisex and there's just one stop shop for that. And you know that you're going to get what you need. I love it. Great idea. I mean, the range is small, but the... It, but what I do is uh, there's a lot of thought that goes into that and I and I hand draw the designs myself I don't think I said that earlier so I do everything must I draw everything myself my dad's a graphic designer he's retired now but he he does a lot of the artwork for me so that's very helpful to have it in the family so um yeah it's uh it's about you know I can't think. I can't remember what I was saying. Actually, no, but it, it is great that you've got you kind of have the idea and you you nourish it and bring it to fruition. I love that. Mm. I love the fact that your dad helps you as well. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, it's lovely. It's I, you know, it's, it's amazing having it all together. I'm constantly trying to recruit my kids to help me with bits, and they just literally run for the wind. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, my, actually, my kids have helped me in the past. They've narrated. I had an animation made because I also have worked with Oakland's College in the past. Oh yeah. Like to give um, you know younger people opportunities, and they could use it on their CV. So I went to Oakland's and presented a um, an idea that I had about an animation I wanted, and I had two students make the animation, and then Tommy narrated one, and Lottie narrated the other. Oh, I love that. And the, the little videos went on, and one of them won a competition, and the Hertfordshire Digital Awards, I think, one of them won. And, and yeah, so it's, it's about doing other things and thinking outside the box and how I can work with in the local community. And, and um, that's what I also like doing. But Tommy and Lottie have been involved in that 
as well. So, oh, that's great. Well, yeah. I look forward to catching up with you and everyone else at the, the what does she call it? Social. The style, what, social style social fashion swap. Yeah, that's what she yeah. called it. Well, we're coming to the end of the podcast and I end all podcasts with the eight mile moments. So I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I love Eminem and I love his rap battle in the eight mile. So he says all of the worst things about him. So his opponent can't get back to him. So he says he's white, he comes from a trailer, you know, his, his mum's shit, all of that stuff. Mm. What are the worst things about you, Katie? The worst things? Um, I like to have the last say. <laughs> I'm incredibly determined, sometimes to my own fault. I can be a bit feisty. I don't know if that's a bad thing, because I think it's quite useful as well. well. I think there's good and bad in everything you've said so far. Exactly. Perfectionist. Can sometimes be a bit procrastination, fascinating. Yeah. Not too much though. Um, like to spend money. Don't like to save it much. That's boring. Um, what else? No, really. No, I think that's pretty good going. I don't know. Eight, is it? I can resonate with quite a few of them. Yeah, so, there could be others, you know. So yeah, just don't ask our husbands, that's what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> so um, thank you everyone for watching today. And as always, if you want to be on the podcast, please do contact us, info at find-surveyors.co.uk. And if you want to sponsor an episode, please email as well. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.